Welcome, travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. And this is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your humble guides on the quest to RPG adventures. Here at Tabletop Journeys, we are all devoted role players and storytellers at heart, and we absolutely love sharing our passion with you. In our main podcast episodes, we discuss D&D 5e's core rules and ever-expanding content, while also showcasing other RPG systems and bringing you fresh, new projects from indie content creators. Let us help you get the most out of your story, no matter what game world you're playing in, because detailed settings, heroic characters, vibrant NPCs, and a focus on story over rules can make any campaign legendary. Welcome, everybody, to today's episode. So this is going to be a weird, unique thing that we're going to try here. So first of all, you guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, you are seeing us on video, doing a video episode for the first time. We are going to be doing an entirely new type of show for us today. This is based on a suggestion from one of our Patreon subscribers, Ian, who who loves our subclass episodes. We love doing our subclass episodes also. What would be great is if you took the information that you learn from tearing apart these classes and subclasses and everything like that and did scenarios with them and put them through their paces. Since we are just about to start recording our next subclass episode, which is going to be uh, the wizard class and subclasses. And so we decided what better class to start with than the wizard class to go ahead and try one of these uh, these scenarios. So And the one we're already reading about. I know, exactly. <laughs> so the uh, the three of us have all rolled up wizards. We did some randomly generated rolls ahead of time. So all of our wizards are going to be fifth level, and our ragtag group of wizards are going to go up against three randomly generated CR3 creatures. Now, if those of you out there who know the D&D Beyond and Counter Builder are doing the back-of-the-envelope calculation, three level five tunes against three CR3 creatures. Mr. Miller, what's the difficulty rating on that encounter, sir? Deadly. Deadly encounters. So we're hoping that the battle lasts longer than two rounds here. We are uh, skeptical. (laughs) But the way that this is going to work... The way that this is going to work is that uh, we'll be fine. I, we got enough firepower. We'll ratings are, are, are off. <laughs> That's the basic premise. Let's start with a, just a quick description of the tunes that we are playing tonight. So I, I'll start. I am playing a an Abjur-based wizard, and he is basically a, a buffer-debuffer build. The other side of him, however, is that he is a hobgoblin, and I specifically chose hobgoblin for the martial abilities that the hobgoblin has. So he can actually wield a sword and wear armor, as well as having all of his wizard skills. That's basically the basic 
basic premise of how I put those together. At level five, they each have one ASI, and so he took a feat at level four and took a spell sniper with uh, green, green flame blade. So, Mr. Myers, uh, what are you playing tonight? So tonight I am playing Kazat the Evoker. And I went with him because actually he's a personality and world building that I'm developing at the moment anyway. And so rolling him up to do this made me start working on backstory and stuff a little bit and helped me develop himself, which is really cool. I'm far from done with that part though, so I'm not going to give much detail on it. But Kazat is a chromatic dragonborn. He's of the blue dragon lineage. So he shoots a line of lightning breath, which sounds exactly like his name, which is the name he took for himself. He is a very specialized evoker. Uh, he loves his lightning spells, and the noise that his lightning makes as it strikes you is kazat. I love it. So fabulous. We'll and see what did, how he uh, does. What did you take for your for your feet at level four? <laughs> Elemental adept for lightning damage. Of course. There we are. Okay, and uh, Mr. Miller, your tune, sir. I am playing Graviturgy Mage, the Dom Fear, Hodari Jata. Hodari is a strong personality. He's a little closer to the darker side of things than one would normally see a hero play, but he does mingle well with others. He has a pretty interesting spell selection. One of the things that we didn't mention with our random rolls is we actually rolled these tunes and built them to level 16 and then rolled dice to find out where we would land between level 2 and level 16. So having seen his future and settling here at level 5 is an interesting thing, but that's a pruning back process was challenging. Yeah, it was uh, hurtful. uh, Yeah, Yeah. as we would say in Boston, it was, uh, yeah. it was a wicked pisser. It was, uh, yeah. To yeah. quote a, uh, a Kenku in the games I run, painful. <laughs> <laughs> That's just amazing. Okay. But I, I, I can tell you, he's very cool. And my feet, it ha- there had to be one of us. Warcaster. Yeah, excellent. Perfect. I think that this will be a lot of fun. And the way that this is going to go is that the three of us are all control of our tune, and each of the three of us also control one creature. And again, these were randomly generated also from the list of of, uh, CR3 creatures. I am going to be uh, controlling a Flitterstep Eidolon, which is a creature I've never trotted out before. They are an undead creature from Theros. They're very interesting. They have uh, a bunch of really neat things to them, so I'm curious how this is going to how this is going to work out. Glenn, what was it that you rolled up? So, I will be playing the part of a ferocious owl bear this evening. Fabulous. Excellent. Hoo, 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 roar. <laughs> Excellent. And and Lewinika, what do you got? I have a Gith Yankee warrior. Ooh. Okay, or, so we got some, got some as, melee As one of our Patreons there. would say, this one is called Warrior. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. So up close and personal bad guys and three wizards who really don't want to be up close and personal. I guess my, my, the Hobgoblin can be up close and personal to an extent, but I know in particular the Eidolon, the Eidolon hits at a plus six, and so my, my 13 armor class is not going to do, uh, to do well against, against that. Okay. My 11 probably will do even worse. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay, I am going to share the map here in just a moment. We're using Owlbear to track everything here, just for as a fantastic tool. And before we share the map here, I did want to share the uh, the map tonight is presented by the kind folks at Underground Oracle Publishing. They are so they are a a Patreon that I have backed for for some time myself personally. They put out fantastic stuff. You can check them out for more information at undergroundoracle.com or go check out their Patreon at patreon.com/undergroundoracle. They put out regular modules with maps and storylines and everything like that. And and Jess and Keith are both really amazing people also, which is always nice to go ahead and support really amazing people. I think is that a stream or a street? What is a stream? Well, yeah, so exactly. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. What do we want for the ground rules here? Is that so we're saying that's a stream? So that's water, but it's not so deep that you can't walk through it. It's just a stream, right? Okay. Yep. And how, how about, yep, exactly. It's weightable. Yep. Do we want to, do we want to say terrain? difficult terrain? So every square with any blue in it is two movement is two is 10 feet of movement instead Sounds of five good. feet, right? Seems appropriate. Yep. Um, and then what about this foliage here? Are we going to, are we going to mm-hmm. try to play with any line of fire? Like anytime that you don't have a clear line on someone, it's like half cover or something or how do I want to bear is a beautiful tool. It lets us get direct straight lines. So I would say that would be cover. If you can see at least part of it, we'll determine whether that's half or half full or three quarters or what, or yep. cover. We'll just so say, we'll question sit. then. These we'll kind of look like evergreen. Yep. trees to me that you can't just walk through either oh yep. okay okay I mean, so these aren't high-limbed out. trees that you can just pass underneath these to me yeah. based on the way that they the illustration is drawn ground. i am totally cool with that okay so no walking through the trees and difficult terrain through the stream you could go through the trees but i would say difficult terrain again because you're going to have to move through branches that come all the way down close to the ground like right, a lot right. of evergreens do totally fine with that are we in agreement I would say so. Brilliant. Okay, then, gentlemen, we already have initiative for the bad guys. This first round here, we're going to be placing all of our tunes on the map, risk style. Gentlemen, I need initiatives from the three of us. Let's see, I am a plus one. I am a 15. Ooh, uh, I'm going last because I just rolled a natural one. I've got an eight. All right, an eight for Kazat. And uh, Hodri, what was yours? 15 total. 15. Before I place my owl bear, I have a question. Sure. Yeah. Are we playing these as three random enemies who happen across three together wizards in the woods at the same time? Or is this a coordinated thing? Is the owl bear working with these enemies or acting yeah. as a free agent? All right. So that's, that's a good a question. Great so, question. So what's our scenario? Yeah. I think in order to play the scenario that we are not fighting each other and we are fighting them, I think we have to make the same assumption about the other side. Yep, that However, they are somehow together, yeah. Yeah, future episodes, future uh, sessions like this, we may enlist our listeners and viewers to yep. come up with some specific scenarios. Yep, we may do something right, different. Good idea. So, yep. All right, so we cool. are working together. Yep. And, and yep, bad tunes against good tunes. Wow, you just went straight up after the middle of the field, huh? I did. For that, reasons. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. The owl bear will join you in that, yep. stay together. Yeah, that's cool with that. Because so I can see the, the, cause the Eidolon is a smart undead also, so I can see it, like, directing, like, the owl bear. I can see that. Okay. 
Cool. Hodari, the initiative is yours. Excellent. I am sizing my foes, going to go immediately for a spell. Mm-hmm. Or, or actually an ability. I am going to, what's my distance? Adjust de- density. So I need to move up. Five, 10, 15. I'm going to take my action yep. and adjust density on the owl bear. The brave wizard that runs forward towards the owl bear. <laughs> yep. There is no save on this particular ability. He is going to be heavier, which means he is going to have his speed reduced by 10. Okay. And that will leave me with... Another, what, 15 feet of movement? Yep, where I will go 5, 10, 15, and out of his sight. Yep, I like it. All right. So the Eidolon goes next, and he has he has seen you run up and render his pet somewhat clunkier than before. The Eidolon has, and he so he saw you run up, do your boogly boogly, and then run back behind the tree. The Eidolon does have incorporeal movement, which means that the Eidolon can move through other creatures and objects as if they were difficult terrain. The trees are, we already decided that they're already difficult terrain. Is that the deal? Yeah, but that I got that ability would mean you could move directly through the center, i.e. Yep. the trunk. Exactly. And he has 40 feet of movement. 5, That's 15, 25, 35, 40. Oh, Ooh, look at that. <laughs> Shock and awe. Sir, you are attacked. It's, he has a, a flickering dagger. It is a plus 6 to hit. That's a 15 on his first attack. That's first attack. Yeah, that hits. Okay. And... That's a natural one on his second attack. So the way that we're doing critical failures here is that basically for the next for next round he will have disadvantage on disadvantage on any rolls roll. he has to make. Yep. yep. All right. So his first one hit the damage it does is d4 plus four. So you will take seven points of piercing damage plus two points of psychic damage. So nine total. Nine total. Hadari, my friend. We did not mean to leave you hanging out to dry. My apologies. <laughs> Let's see. Through when I put myself on the other side of the river. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. And it'll stay there. It's perfectly happy fighting against the other guy here. Yep. Okay. Our encumbered owl bear. It's its turn. Mm, heavy. <laughs> so his speed is reduced by 10. So now he's at 30 instead of 40. <laughs> Amazing. He's going to follow his boss. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I guess it would be... He can't quite reach you because of the trees, so he's going to wind up ending right there. Yeah, that's about where he would wind up. Yep, perfect. Yeah, because it was just... It would take two to get all the way up to this spot. Yep. Okay. And he's, he's very disgruntled about it, too. Like yeah. He's behind his Eldari buddy, just glowering at you, Hadari. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a 
Kazat, it is uh, it is your turn. Okay. Knowing that his friend is in peril, but realizing that there's no easy way between here and there because of how difficult I suggested we make these damn trees. <laughs> well done. I appreciate that. Yep. All right. I'll take a five foot step to give myself better line of sight on the Gith Yankee. I like it. Let's cast a spell at him because we're wizards and stuff, right? Yep. Yep. We probably need to burn this guy down so we can get on to the next one. So, That's very much my intention here also. But it's not a good cluster or anything for the fireball, the evoker's bread and butter. We'll hit him with a Melf's acid arrow, we hope. My spell attack is a 15. So 15, that does not hit the Get the Yankee. His AC is 17. Oof, that blows. That That's tough. Okay. Yeah, right, he's so a, a Melf's acid arrow goes zinging right by him. Cool. And starts yeah. <laughs> I see you now. And the Githyanki uh, gets to respond. He will... Oh, sorry. Actually, does Kazat want to do any more? He only took five feet of movement. Yeah, he's got you between him and the other guy. You've yeah. got armor and a sword. He's good. Yeah. For sure. That's a great plan. All right. Okay, perhaps we'll step back a little too. <laughs> oh no, your turn was up. <laughs> it's a shame he hadn't actually done anything yet, then, didn't it? Oh, he did. He was my, my, misty stepping. My my finger my fingers were still on it. <laughs> he misty steps to that position. Cool. And he will attack. He gets two attacks with his great sword. Oof. Okay. First attack is a 23. Oh, jeez. Jesus. Yes. That does six points of slashing damage Oof. and eight points of psychic damage. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Whose idea cool. was three three CR threes? Yours. Um, <laughs> the question was, did we want harder deadly? We went deadly. We went deadly. We did, we did indeed. I, and I suppose he is just returning the favor. Actually, <laughs> uh, I don't even disclaimer. Want to say this this but... may be very short. And at which point we'll do a small time rewind and start <laughs> again. What about <laughs> you? We are actually testing the accuracy of CR ratings right now <laughs> with three wizards. And your second attack. He is going to continue to press the advantage here. Oh, my Lord. 22. Yeah. Cool. That's seven slashing. Uh-huh. Holy Lord. And eight psychic. So another 15 points of damage. Yeah. Fabulous. Cool. I have a quick question. Yeah. Is there a level above deadly? <laughs> no. Okay. no, there's not. I don't think it's going to go. I think we did not accurately. Which is fine. Uh, again, we are testing the CR rating. This is fine. And for the record, my wizard started with 32 hit points and just took 29 points of damage that turn. <laughs> so wizard is bloodied. <laughs> wizard is about to die. <laughs> I love how he, he like sets up in front of Kazan. It's like, I got you, buddy. Thanks for taking that for me, buddy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Appreciate I appreciate the red circle there, Ali Winika. That's very kind of you. Okay. You've got him, Josh. <laughs> okay. Being so close to, to melee range here, let's see. What would I like to do? I will... All right, no, I got to get rid of this Gith Yankee. I, I, I got to at least try to get rid of this Gith Yankee. So I will, I will use Spell Sniper to to cast Green Flame Blade, and I will roll to attack. Oh man, that's a seven. So that will not hit. That will not hit. Yeah, that that might be my turn. Oh, actually, that's not true. I have two weapon fighting, so I can also... So I have hit you with my sword, but I'm also holding a a dagger. So I will try to slash out with my dagger. That will be a modified 20 to hit. You got me. Woohoo! For, let's see, what, my D4 plus one. Oh, I got for five points of damage. Woo! Ouch! <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You don't have to pretend. This oh, one... Okay. Has been stabbed. <laughs> we love you, Dan. All right, Hodari, it is your All turn. Right. At this point, knowing that I have two in front of me, this cannot last. So I will create a pulse wave. This creates a cone of a thirty-foot cone in front of me. That will, if they fail constitution saves, do 66 force damage and push them 15 feet away from me. Cool. All right. What is the DC on the con save? My spell DC is 14. He rolled another natural one. Excellent. Bear does not go anywhere. Yep. But the Eidolon does. Let's see... Cool. And you said 15 feet, well, and do you pick the damage? It's because you made the owlbear so heavy. Yeah. yeah. You can't push it. Yeah. Uh, do, do you pick the direction, or do I Actually, pick Actually, you had advantage on that roll. I don't think I told you that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, so didn't. I do pick the push or pull, and it's a 30-foot cone away from me, so in that direction, that would be straight back 15 feet. So there. So I'm now behind the owlbear. Correct. Cool. And you're going to take 66 damage. Damn. All right. That's 20 points of damage to the Eidolon. Rock on. And by the way, that damage is, I believe, thunder. But I just want to make sure. Yes, thunder damage. Cool. And the Owlbear will take 10 points of thunder damage. Poor Owlbear. Well, I have to track set points or something, don't I? I've got it. Hang on one second. Oh, good. How handy for me. <laughs> All right. So I've done that damage, and now it's me to move 30. And I'm going to just move 30. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Nicely done. Okay. All right. Cool. And that is Hadari's turn. All right. Eidolon. 
Eidolon goes next. I know he's determined that the uh, the trees are difficult to rain, but the you can see through them though. They're just trees, right? There's no. I would think the Eidolon, the Eidolbear to Hadari would be full cover. But he has an ability that allows him to go ahead and magically teleport through things that it can see. Correct. Through spaces that it can see. Okay. Okay. Cool. I am going. Yeah, I'd say it's probably three quarters cover, but you have some visibility on every side. Yep. Cool. All right, so he will he will teleport there, and you don't want to do that. I just did, and it actually it can't reach you because it can't. I suppose I could dash technically if I was. <laughs> I have actually I haven't. That's right. I haven't actually used my movement. <laughs> there we go. If you haven't used your movement, you could get to me, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, because that doesn't, it, it's a magical teleportation. It's not its movement, so. Poor Owlbear um, is just going to be chasing this fight around the battle. It really is. <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> Wait up, guys. <laughs> that D20 is going away since I've rolled like two ones and two. Uh, so I will attack with this one instead. It has its magic flickering dagger. Boy, that's only a 10 to hit on the that first attack. That will not hit me. Second attack is a 13. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, so D4 plus 4 piercing. Uh, that's 8 points of piercing plus 2 points of psychic. So another 10 points. Well, uh, that's not bueno. You are bloodied. <laughs> and let's see. It has some movement left but it's right on the the waterfront there and it doesn't want to wind up in the water it'll stay there that's fine cool the owlbear where would the owlbear like to trudge off to at this point if i use just one corner of him because that's the easiest way to track you could go 10 15 20 25 30, and that's as far as he can get because yep. his big hiney doesn't fit between the trees so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's why I slowed him down. Yep. That's a smart choice. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Kazat. Now that I've softened up the Gith Yankee. I think Kazat is going to take advantage of the fact that from where he is, he could easily line up both the Gith Yankee and, and the Eidolon. The Eidolon. Yeah. In his namesake, Lightning Bolt. I like it. And he's going to gazat the crap out of them. So they both need to make a deck save DC 14 for half of 29. Cool. Let's see. The Eidolon has evasion. So let's see what happens. My dexterity save. What was the DC on it? 14. 14 is what? Yep. I have saved. So... I take no damage on my success. And I will take half, I believe. Half of 29? Yeah. Oof. So that's going to be 15. One of them felt it. Yep. Ugh. Yep. The, the Eidolon very much just shrugged it off. And then, because we'll promptly go back to the correct map, run cool. away. All right. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I was kidding. I will stay and die. I will stay and die with my brethren. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. The the gift. It's your turn. 
finish eating us. Yeah, please put poor. Yeah, he's got to do it. <laughs> Sorry, brother. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's going to be a 17 to hit you. Yeah, that'll do it. Unless you roll ones. Five slashing. Yeah, cool. And <laughs> five psychic. I am at incapacitated right now. I am down to zero hit points. No, not absurd, Josh. He will move five, ten, and his second, because uh, he gets multi-attack, so then he will take on Kazat. Well, crap. 16? Of course that'll hit me. That's 12 slashing and 5 psychic. Man, you think you're no joke. This one <laughs> will strike you down. Yeah, well, that's... I, I believe you. This is why we should have brought a meat shield. <laughs> Where's the tank? Shield. Where's the tank? Next time somebody brings a summoner. <laughs>
The owlbear is not quite bloodied, but I have knocked him down quite a few pegs. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's see. I only moved five, so I've got ten. I don't think anybody can see me, so I'm just going to stay right there. Yep. Okay. Cool. It is the Eidolon's turn. Let's see if Flitter Step recharges. It does not. So he will take... Let's see. You have blipped out of existence. He can see you, but he can't reach you. Being a... A, a haunted, brooding, morbidly influenced undead creature. It is going to wade through the water. So that's 5, 15, 20, 25, 30. It'll go there. Let's see. Would I will let you guys make a call on this. It can't attack anything yet because it's not quite to Kazat. However... Would it swipe at the dead body on the way by if it thought that if it thought that it was not yet dead? It's gotten an eleven intelligence. It's not like a zombie. It's not like it goes after and eats them. So I would say yep. probably not. I don't probably know. Probably not. I okay. think you're down. I won't yep. usually coup de gras player on the ground. Yep. Cool. All right. Awesome then. So then the Eidolon has has moved. It has yeah. That's fine. It's it is where it is. Cool. So the owlbear. Poor oh, the owlbear. Owl bear. <laughs> Hang on, guys. I'm coming. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Everybody's coming to eat Kazad. <laughs> yep. Mostly because I'm already dead. <laughs> that's <laughs> like that's. Kazad, it is your turn. And boy, the three of them are lined up real nicely. Yeah, but if I stay and they don't die, I'm dead. So I've been sitting here warring back and forth. Escape or evoker cannon. And he is an evoker. Naturally, he's going to throw down another lightning bolt. Yep. Are you yet at the at the level where you can create a pocket of evocation protection around me, or am I going to take it? Oh, I can. Yeah, you get okay. that at second Brilliant. for one plus... Half your level, so I could do two people, three, three people, I think, at the moment. Cool, cool, so you cool. will okay. not take it. You will be safe. Ooh. All right. Earlier, if they had stayed lined up before everybody moved, I had already looked that up because Hadari was in the way. So let me just hit cast and see what happens. Dex save 14 versus 27 points of lightning damage is Kazat. When he casts okay. lightning bolt, it comes out of his mouth like his breath weapon. Nice. The Eidolon will fail at save and die. Nice. Oh, yeah. And that's a deck save? Yes. Correct. Owlbear. I've got to roll his. 16 for the gif. 19 for the owlbear. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Let me check that, because I think you might, having been weighed down, you might be at a... Oh, I think I'm disadvantaged on the deck saves. With your gravity and, yeah, your mass increase, you're right. Nope, it does not give you a disadvantage there. It just went doubled, your speed is reduced by 10, and you have advantage on strength. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So, bummer. No damage. The owlbear is still minorly scratched. Inconvenienced. slowly lumbers towards everyone. <laughs> lightning, lightning doesn't do save for half? You get half. Yes, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. 27 right. points. That's a 28, so 14, 13. 14 for me, yeah. 14 for the Githyanki. 
for the yellow bear. You're right. Huh. Yep. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ouch. Both are bloodied. Nice. All right, you guys make it out. We might make it out of this anyway. You will be avenged, Josh. <laughs> Abjure, Josh. Abjure, the Gith Yankee. Josh. Yankee uh, finishes slicing Kazat in half. Yeah, exactly. He, he's, he definitely ha- has his target, which is Kazat. That's an 18 to hit. Oh, that totally misses this time. Does it? No, not no. at all. <laughs> no. it, seven, it felt like it missed as you cleaved straight through me. Seven slashing, ten psychic. God damn. Yes, and Kazat crumples to the ground. Not from the physical damage, but first he takes the sword stroke, then grabs his, his melon and falls over. <laughs> <laughs> so Hadari's yeah. the last one with three enemies on the... I guess Deadly was fairly <laughs> accurate. No, there's only two, because I took out one. <laughs> oh, that's right. And the owlbear is slow. Hadari can probably just run circles around him. Does the Githyanki has not taken its movement and still has a second attack also. And by my math, can reach Hadari. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. F. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This might be Hadari's last hoorah. Yeah. Some too, son. Not with that roll. That's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I call shenanigans for Lee Wanika rolling with his own tune, but that's a. <clears throat> right. Effectively, no, no, don't, don't, no. don't do it. <laughs> a, all right, death save number two. Oh, a success! A success! Nice. nice. I'm alive. <laughs> Woo! All right, Hadari, it's your turn. Bring it home, Hadari. How injured is that Gith Yankee? Because he took some serious hits. The Gith Yankee's hurt. He is uh, very hurt. He's uh, he's well more than he's bloodied. I yeah. just got to figure out the way that I can end this. Yeah, that thunderstep ability was was awesome. Yeah, he is going to turn around and look directly in the Gith Yankee's eyes and say, "This one is shattered." Whoa! That's a con save for fourteen. And that's a 3d8 damage if he fails. Woo! That's a six on the save, so he fails. 3d8. I'm sorry, 4d8. Nope, I can't cast it at third. I can only cast it at second. So it is definitely 3d8. 17. Nice. Nice. And... Shattered is a 10-foot ball. So let me just make sure I didn't touch off the... Nope. Unless I put it right there. In which case, I can get both of them. So 10 feet between the... A 10-foot square between the two of them. I don't think you can get them both. Oh, uh, good point. So I'm just doing the Gith Yankee because he's next to me then. The Gith Yankee takes 17 in the grill, and I believe that's the end of his fight. All right. Oh, you Ooh. might be able to necromancy us back to town? Awesome. <laughs> if I don't need to bite you all to, to stay alive. Exactly. Yeah. 
Trust me, I was thinking if I got him within like one <laughs> life point, I could suck some blood. <laughs> Oof. With the shatter done, the owl bear is there. Yep. He's you still get your movement, to, yeah. Yeah. Gonna have to move. Five. 10, 15, 20, 25. I'll be in the water. All right. The owlbear is next. The two people that he can see are dead or fallen anyway. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yep. Out. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. There is no way I could get away from him. No. All right. So the owlbear makes two attacks, one with its beak and one with its claws. So as Ooh. he charges forward, hooting and roaring and growling, <laughs> finally able to get somebody within his reach, he's really worked up. He's, <laughs> he's slathered really into a rage. Off. 24 to attack with his beak. Lord. <laughs> you can still roll one. Hoo-ka-chop. For 14 damage. <laughs> and that's all she wrote. No, no, he's not. And then he bats your corpse <laughs> uh, with a nine. So he misses as you crumple his, his hand swipes where he used to be. Actually, any attack on somebody who's down is technically. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a failed death save, is what that and is. Yeah. And the, the, well, at this point, the Oliver is the only one left, and he's pretty happy with himself because he he's now free. Yeah. He's lost his masters and mages. Yeah. Yeah. What's for dinner? He's now he's a free elf. Exactly. Like that's. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Whew, okay. Let's let let's recap. Let's, let's see. Let's decompress. Let's, let's decompress a little bit here. Okay. So CR rating is no joke. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we gave it an accurate test either. I think that we needed to re we needed to fine tune that encounter a little bit more, playing with multiple CR levels before yeah. we we called it an evenly a, a just deadly fight. I think we were well over the deadly mark with that's pretty hardcore but i will say this everything i've read about and listened to all the podcasters i know the idea of a C of a deadly cr fight is that it's very swingy so yeah. the right circumstance or the wrong role will right. definitely swing in your failure in, in favor no and we could have conceivably had one of us li live and, fin and finish this fight yeah it, it, <laughs> a little extra distance uh, and we picked these creatures at random. The CR was set, but let's be honest. The Eidolorn's teleport made the difference with him get landing damage on Hadar. Yeah, right I was able that. to keep distance on everybody else, except yeah. for the Eidolorn is the one that did all the hits on him. Well, and the Githyanki was just nasty and mealy. Oh, yeah, that was, he that was stupid. He just, I just bum-rushed with him. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that he also had a teleportability misty step yeah, was okay. the deal breaker. You back off enough where he wouldn't have got you the first round, except Misty Step. So well, teleport. It was deadly. The idea of the deadly fight is at least one player character in the party could die. Yep. And I'll be honest, the game is built for four. We played with three, so we're slightly less. I, I, I honestly think if we had played hard, which would have been three CR2s, we would have smoked it. Like yep. it would have been, it would not have been in, engaged. I think we needed a CR three leading two CR twos, maybe. Yep. I think that would have probably yeah. been a, a valuable way to do it. Yep. But I do think this was a really good yeah. test of the CR system. I've always said it's more 
art than science, but that doesn't mean art doesn't have its hard points. Yeah. We right. may have been pushing the boundaries of the hard points here. Yep. Yep. I can see I can see where that comes exactly. Because see, yeah. yeah. Like Sorry. that's I honestly thought that like I know that he's a wizard, but I honestly thought that the Abjur would be able to hold his own a little bit. And that was just not that was just not. It was that was not that Gith Yankee messed him up. H-O-I. Like, uh, yeah, really, he did. Like, literally, like, he, I he don't had, know if that hit points. Yeah. At 32 hit points, if, he did 29 in the first round. Yeah, I don't know if the Gith Yankee is accurate at three at a CR3, to be honest with you. The Gith Yankee starts, started this combat at 49 hit points, yep. AC 17, an initiative bonus of two. He comes in with a plus four to hit. His actual damage is an average of nine and seven, so he's doing 15 a shot. That means all he has to do on average is land two hits per each of us because we're each right around the 30 point yeah. and we're done. And he's, and he's got multiple. And he's got multi-attack. And he's so got multi-attack. Like, yeah. So, and that's not including, and I didn't even ha- have the need to use non-detection for him to hide, jump, which would have also cleared distance if need oh, be. Wow. Yeah. Uh, mage hand, which could have created difficult terrain or other particular circumstances his saving throws con intelligence and wisdom saves are plus three his stats are pretty stacked he's plus two to strength plus two on decks plus one on con plus one on right. intelligence plus one on wisdom the owl bears most he's exciting thing was at 40 feet of movement unfortunately yeah. that got canceled real quick with your yep. gravitergy yeah and after that, that all he has is chomp swipe yeah, and that's why I did that, because I knew I was actually more worried about the owl bear. Obviously, I was correct. His save early is why he survived at that point, because had he not saved early, the uh, second thing I did would have tagged him and would have would have laid him low before he could have got to me. So yep. his saves helped a, a lot. Yep. Right. yep. Yeah, he so saved- if a couple of rolls went a different way, we yeah. could have won this fight with one yeah. or two people still up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think that like you you throw that Gith Yankee with I'm, I'm looking at like the the CR2 creatures. Like you throw a Gith Yankee with with a couple of Ankegs or a couple of Cave Bears or something like that. This is I think a much more compelling fight. You get the CR3 Gith Yankee but control like doing some battlefield control with some other more kind of like bestial creatures. Mm-hmm. I think yep. that that's a, it's a little bit more compelling. Yeah. And as this we almost made it out. We, we got very close, or at least we got close to having one or two of us get out. I don't think all three of us were getting out of that one. So how long was that? We don't have a timer or anything. I haven't been paying attention to the clock oh boy, at all. That's a good question. About 45 yeah. minutes. About 45 oh, minutes. Okay. All right. I was worried it was only like 20. I was having fun, so it flew by. 45 minutes for in, in, inclusive of, of a chat? Yeah. That's right. not too bad for a quick battle. We no, went like four it. rounds, if I yeah. count. Double check me when we edit, but I'm pretty sure yep. we went four rounds. I think we went four. Yeah, no, that, I think that's right to me, too. So cool. Which is about where you want your battles to go. Yep. Yeah. So that, that, right. that's pretty good. Cool. And this was just a, this was our pilot at the, yeah. from the fan <laughs> recommendations. So yeah. let us know what you think about it. If you thought it was fun or if you have any suggestions that would make it more fun, more interesting. More fun. Yeah. Let us know what you think because we had fun with it. So it might be yeah. something that we uh, do, do periodically just to yeah. 
Why don't we have some plans to go ahead and, uh, and do some more? I, I would certainly vote to go ahead and do more. I think that these are interesting. I would even not be a totally opposed to go ahead and doing Wizard again with different uh, different builds or different levels or whatever. You can play through some of the options again. So I, I would be willing to bet I'd that. I'd say uh, we keep the same three and maybe do another roll, find a different level to go. Yep. And see where, see where we end up if we want to yep. do that. Totally. But we would love to go ahead and hear from, from you all out in the audience and see uh, what did you think? What did, what did you like? What did you, how did you think it went? How was the presentation? We're trying with some new technologies here to go ahead and show you some right. visuals and stuff like that. So wanna, we'd love to go ahead and hear any feedback that you've got on this. I would imagine that you'll go ahead and see more. And if you really like it, then if this was a lot of fun, then I would expect to go ahead and see a lot more of them. Thank you to, to Patreon supporter Ian for the suggestion. This was uh, a tremendous amount of fun. And thank you. Uh, thank you very much to Underground Oracle for use of the battle map here. The battle map was fantastic. I love the, I, I really loved the the kind of the, the ground rules that we instituted on this. I thought that made for a really compelling battlefield. Gave some challenges when Hadari was running around the trees thinking that he was safe and then the, the Hydalon just teleported through it. I saw his I saw the color drain from your face a little bit there. Uh, so that was, a fun, was that was a fun time. That was a fun time. Yeah, that was a good time for me. So I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, and a quick shout out to the folks at Owlbear Rodeo. We yeah. are not sponsored by Owlbear. However, hashtag call your boys. DJ. We love you. Yeah, right, we, right. We, we love your the tool. It is very labor unintensive and for anybody who's like me wants to use vtt wants to use good technologies wants it to be easy for folks to use this is a great yep. tool highly it's recommend owlbear.rodeo Al- love it no we, we, pro- no programming a lot of times we use it as the the mapping background when we're running our patreon ap's and stuff like that we don't show it on screen or anything like that but uh, but we are very familiar with and really love owlbear yeah great all right, gentlemen, I think that is uh, a wrap for for this evening. Nicely done. Hadari, thank you for almost uh, saving us from from the clutches of, of defeat, but uh, sorry you got oh. chomped by an owlbear. Yeah, that's Indeed. a little bit of a shame. Yeah. Real quick, though. I think we all did uh, in the end, though. I think we uh, were all. Very nice. Thank you. I think you should have flashed some Big Bang a little earlier. I liked what the Graviturgy Mage had to bring, but at the lower levels, you do have to rely on your spells more than your features. I did realize that. Uh, yep. A lot of the features that I uh, built this guy saying, oh, this is going to be useful, this is going to be useful, mm-hmm. they don't come online until mm. later on. Yeah. So well, That's the downside um, of building a level 16 tune you're building for the final product. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yep. then yep. the stuff in between goes, whoopsie. <laughs> like the order that you pick your feats all of a sudden becomes mm-hmm. really important if you, yeah, that was not where my character was going to flourish. <laughs> yeah, I that? did realize yeah. that I was thinking as I built the character later because of some other things, I had at least one cantrip that was a bonus action that would do damage. Yeah. So I would have some alternate abilities. Yep. When I'm looking at my spells, I had no bonus action cantrips. And I'm like, damn. Yep. Definitely a note when you're building. Yeah. A bonus cantrip. Definitely. Yeah. No, absolutely. And that's definitely something when we talk about the wizard, that's why I like doing this ahead of recording the actual wizard class to sing. Because now we have some things to go ahead and say, yep, here was a flaw in my plan that I thought was so carefully uh, thought out. And uh, let's be honest, rolling a one on my initiative roll did not help me at all. Because all of a sudden I was in melee with the Gith Yankee before I could even do anything, before I could get any actions off or anything like that. So question for you. Did you have the shield spell? No. See, I, I did, not. and it just dawned on me. I should have thrown that up because I might have avoided at least one of my attacks. Yeah. Nope. Shield. Um, shield I did not grab. Yep. I did grab shield, and I failed to use the one reaction I had, which yep. I could have 
probably use that to get at least one of those attacks off my off my soul. Yeah, you may have survived the chomp from the owl bear, but you probably would have been batted to death as he when yeah. frustrated owl bear couldn't bite you. So well, that but, would at least save me for the whole for the whole uh, round. Yep. Yep. But so plus five. Maybe I might have been able to live to fight another round too. Uh, but he, I he had like a twenty-four. Any though. damage. He had a twenty-four yeah. in his first attack. I don't think that plus five would have helped you. No, the first attack would have got, got, got me no matter what. So, yeah, I mean, it was the first attack that got you, so that killed you. When, so. when I had all three of them lined up, I couldn't resist, so he made the sacrifice play. Unfortunately, the saves went the wrong way yep. for it, but he could have gotten away. I did make sure, because he's not a fool. He's not just a shoot. He's a shoot and scoot, so he's yeah, got to yeah, have yeah. a scoot spell, too. And I, I, I had a <laughs> add 20 feet to my movement and do not take attacks of opportunity spell handy to escape, nice. but then I couldn't have shot him. Yep, yep choices yep all right let's wrap it down all right great night gentlemen thank you very much uh thank you everybody for listening and for watching tell us what you think we'd love to hear feedback on these and uh if you want to hear more of them leave your thoughts in the comments or let us know twitter facebook you know how to reach us yeah hope you had fun thank you very much for listening we will talk to you again next time later good night thank you for joining us this has been tabletop journeys We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. Also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, at TT Journeys, joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you'd like early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual play episodes, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. Listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible, we would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays, and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.